0: Listen, besties, the current situation with Bud Light is the perfect representation of the rights mantra, go walk, go broke. And where things are right now, at least at the time I'm making this video, Bud Light and its parent company are still losing money. This take was recorded on May 15, 2023. Some of the information provided here, along with positions taken at the time, may no longer stand as there has been new development between then and now. Hello Beasties! Welcome or welcome back to the Beast Training Podcast where we discuss fat acceptance, fitness and mainstream topics. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the bird Light situation and yes, I'm um, outside the studio, and actually I'm in my living room. Why? Well, my computer, which is eight year old, is no longer letting me create content because, well, it's that old. And the software that I use is, I mean, I've gotten really, really, really too powerful for the computer itself. So I can get a new computer at the moment and until I do I think I will just be making videos in either this setup or more on the go yeah and just adapt until I can replace my computer so if the audio is not well the audio of course is not going to be the same but I'm trying my best for the audio at least to not be too bad, but let me know in the comments what you think or what needs adjustment. And in the next videos, I will make those adjustments as possible. At least the positive in this situation is that, well, You'll see me in a different setting more often and probably you'll get also more applause because I do have a lot to say because I do think a lot and there's so much going on in this world and around us that, I mean, I've just been quiet for the most part, but that doesn't mean I don't have anything to say about them because, you know, all those I mean, all the madness going on around us, it ends up affecting us to a certain level, you know. I mean, we already have the craziness going on with fat acceptance, and now we have craziness going on with the trans community, which, by the way, today's topic is a little bit about, to some extent. I mean, that community and bad light, as of now, are very much connected also this type of setup means that a lot of the time I will be unscripted which is I mean I let you decide whether it's a bad idea or a good idea because me being unscripted means that I will ramble a lot like I'm doing right now or I will look for my words a lot. Which is something that happens way much in a single day. But this is also your opportunity. I mean, an opportunity for you to see me in a more natural setting because yeah, being unscripted means that you are going to be talking as the thoughts come along. I do have, a, I mean not a script, but some uh, bullet points that I really want to touch on and that is why I have this other phone on my hand to follow along and make sure that I don't ramble too much uh, or at least in my rambling that I touch on those topic or those bullet points. Anyway, this take is going to be spicy to some extent so if you get triggered by pretty much anything or easily this is probably your cue and the perfect time to click off you've been warned so without any further ado let's paste it okay if you haven't follow the news or what's going on right now I mean I don't fault you if you haven't but some stuff even if you decide to live under the rock some of the stuff are still co- going to come and find you there what is going on with the bedlight like crisis in case you haven't heard about it which will be shocking to some extent, Bud Light has been in trouble for the last few weeks because they sponsored Dylan Mulvaney, who is a trans woman. Basically, that's that's how it started. They sent Mulvaney some cans of the Bud Light beer and on top of that was one can wait Mulvaney's face on it that's how it all started and that's the reason why i mean ever since it started they start they also started losing lots of money in short that's that's the gist of of it now if you're not familiar with who Mulvaney is, I mean, you may or not be familiar with the person, but the person has been, I mean, the person has come to popularity since um, they started to document their transformation journey, because we're talking about a man who transitioned and became a woman, So this is a trans individual and they spent the last year recording daily their transition into girlhood. The problem with this individual, by the way, I'll be referring to Mulvaney as they, them. So anyways, the problem with this individual is that they have been stereotyping girls practically. I mean, they call themselves women, it's their right, but they also created lots of outrage among women. And by women, I mean biological women, because like I stated earlier, they've been parodying women and that's what brought them to stardom. So this is who Mulvaney is. And now, probably by explaining who they are and, or at least right after explaining the sponsorship from Bud Light, you can see why that was a bad idea for Bud, uh, for Bud Light and why they are boycotted. Because right now, I would say pretty much everybody, or at least those who drink beers i personally don't drink alcohol yeah i don't drink beer i don't drink alcohol so i'm not really affected but the situation in some su- i mean in itself is funny in some way i mean it's it's funny and it's sad now having talked about the backlash now let's talk about why this happened and the why is not as simple as it may seem, I mean, if you go deeper, it's, I mean, yeah, you have to go deeper because the backlash is not just because Bad Light sponsored a trans person, at least that's not how I see it. And, you know, I tend to look at situation and just, I mean, I may not say much about them or at all at the moment, but observe a lot and to me I don't think it's just that Dylan was the face of Bud Light or the fact that Bud Light decided to sponsor a trans person or put a trans person as their representation. It goes deeper than that and I'm going to tell you what I think. First of all I I think the main issue is that both Bud Light and Mulvaney have different audiences. Yeah, the audiences are not the same. Another bush, the parent company of Bud Light, their audience is primarily men. Like, about 70% of their, their audience who they target are men and the rest are, of course, women, but for the most part, they target men. So bad light, who usually drinks or who drinks bad light more? Young men with sustainable incomes, the frat boys, the sports bros. (laughs) This is the population drinking bad light. Now, when you think about moving, who is their audience? The audience is mainly made of, yes, younger people, I would say children and teenagers for the most part. Note that this is also a population that is younger than the legal drinking age. So right there already you have a massive gap, the audiences are not the same, this is a big problem for me in this situation, at least a a problem that I see. And the audience that Dylan targets, the majority, these are young people. We're talking about a younger generation, like Gen Z. And when you look at Gen Z, these are not beer drinkers. When they drink. For the most part. The Gen Z population, they not only drink less alcohol than other generation, than the generations above them, but they also prefer like the harder stuff than wine or beer. Like they will go for champagne or vodka or rum. So from the get-go, by going with Mulvani as the influencer let me tell you this partnership to me i see it as trying to sell porn to the amish community like seriously the two are mutually exclusive like seriously then the other problem that i see from this entire crisis is the clash of values So on one hand, you have Bud Light, which is, I mean, I don't know how true this is, but I have heard Bud Light being talked to as a redneck beer. So when I say redneck, we think, or at least I think, very conservative. So that's one. And I said earlier that Mulvaney is a trans individual which is very liberal. So you have on one hand a very conservative company marketing their product to a very liberal side. (laughs) Like there is a massive disconnect right now between both sides. So I don't even know what the VP of marketing was thinking about when they decided to go with Mulvaney. Okay, it made more sense because well to them, it made sense to go that way because the person, like I said, the person has bro has risen to stardom for over a year now. So everyone wanted to work with them to boost their sales. And yeah, that's um that's mainly why they went that way. And ending up hurting the company uh, instead. But if you ask me what the main problem, the main issue is in all this mess. I call it mess because that's what it is for me. I would say the biggest and probably the worst. Well, actually, I would say the biggest problem here was the ESG investing, and if you're not familiar with what the ESG is, it, I mean, ESG stands for environment, social, and governance investing. That system is basically the credit reporting for corporation. And by that, I mean, like here in the US, for, uh, for instance, we go with a credit system each one of us has a credit, right? And the better your credit and the easier is it for you to get approved for loans. So if you have an excellent credit and you walk into a bank and request a loan, you have an easier time to obtain that loan, whatever ridiculous amount you'll be asking for. Because they look at, they will look at your credit number and it being so high, they will trust you more with the money that they will give you, knowing that yes, you will pay them back. Now, what happens if you have poor credit? By poor credit, I mean like really, a really low number. Well, you go to the bank, you need the money and you ask for it. Guess what happens? Because of a lower number, they would say no, because they don't trust you. They're like, well, you already proved with your solo credit that you won't pay the money back. So why would we give you the money? So that is a credit system. And the ESG investing system goes a little bit like that, but for corporation, because now they have to prove that I mean, that they, they don't hurt the environment. That's what the E stand for. Like, how green are you? And socially, how diverse are you? Do you hire trans people, gay people, people of colors, and so on? And then you have the governance board that is, well, that's the governance board look at the structure I think the structure of corporation like who who is at who is at the head of your company and how do you take how do they take care of that at least that's how I understand the ESG and like I said I'm going to ramble I'm going to ramble a lot in this video because again I have no scripts and yeah this is what you get when you get tired, please just click off. So anyways, the ESG, so what the ESG say, I mean, the ESG explained how the credit work for individual. Yeah, sorry, it's very hot here. It's actually, it's uh, right now it's 88 degrees. So that's, yeah, that's very hot. I have the setting fan running, but yeah, that doesn't seem to do <laughs> because I feel like I'm in hell right now, it's so hot. But anyways, um the ESG operates like the credit system, but for corporation, as I said, and the higher your ESG number for, I mean, if you're a corporation, the higher that number, the, the more credible you are for investors. And companies among their goals, keeping or getting a high ESG number, is one of them so what do they have to do then i mean they have to do all that they can to keep that number high and this is where comes the partnership between bedlight and movany because in order to keep a high esg number they have to be as diverse as they can be so this to me is the biggest thing to look at in this entire mess They didn't go with Mulvaney. I mean, they didn't sponsor Mulvaney because they necessarily wanted to, but they had to, or at least they felt like they had to. And at the time, this person, Mulvaney was the perfect individual for their goal. Yeah. (laughs) Now, when you look at the ESZ though, there is no, there is not necessarily or not really Regulation. so actually yeah and because of the lack of regulation well whoever is in charge of that ESG investing system makes up their mind so they have their own requirement for that they pass on corporations and when you have no regulations what happens everyone does what they want and with All that mess, now we are in situation like this, but like crisis. Now, is there anything wrong with transsexuality or being transgender? No. At least to me, I see no problem with being transgender or being part of the LGBTQIA plus community. To me, I believe that everyone does what they want. I mean, it shouldn't matter. If you're not affected, it shouldn't matter, right? I mean, to each their own. But the issue here, in this case, there is a problem. The transgender community has become, I have to say it, has become a cult. Yeah, like the fat acceptance community. Like, yes, we do talk a lot about the fat acceptance on this channel, there are similarities between the fat acceptance community and the transgender community because, to me, or at least based on what I've been seeing happen, I feel like that community has been hijacked somehow. Because now we are to the point where, like in the fat acceptance community, we have obese people who left the fat acceptance community because you have extremists who hijacked the body positive movement and turn it into some type of cult. When that happened, you had people who were in those group, body positive or even fat acceptance. You had a lot of people leaving because they did not recognize what their communities had become. And I think we are seeing the same thing with the LGBT community as a whole, because now it's no longer for the acceptance of people's choice or the acceptance of people as they are. Now we see it on a level where it seems like they are the only one who matter and no one else. I'm serious when I say that. It feels like now the Transgender community is not even a community within the LGBT community. I mean, the T stands for transgender, but it feels like you have a separate community now. The transgender, it feels like the transgender community now is, is apart, or at least I would say there are so, some extremists that have hijacked the trans community, and turn it into something else, something that it never was before or was never even meant to be. And now it feels like everyone or every company is elevating this new trans community at the expense of any other groups or any other marginalized group. Black people have come way too far just to be erased like that. Disabled individuals have come way too far just to be erased like that. Gays, bisexuals, and lesbians have come way too far just to be erased like that. And trans people have come way too far just to be hijacked and destroyed from within and then use or be weaponized and used against everyone else as mere tools of virtue signaling, because that is what is happening. all these companies going for trans people right now. I'm sorry, but they don't really care about the trans community. All of them are just being, I mean, they're just virtue signaling. They're just trying to show everyone how good they are, how pure they are, how decent, decent is, that is, yeah, whatever make them look pretty and acceptable and whatever when everyone is watching when behind closed doors they actually don't care i mean that's hypocrisy it is hypocrisy i mean doing things just because others i mean doing good things just because people are watching and so they can say good things about you when in fact you don't care about the so-called good did that you are doing and are just doing it for money because that is all that what all this mess this is what all this mess is about and it's the same with the fact acceptance community where you have companies coming out or even laws being drafted and being uh saying that or pushing the message that being obese is okay there's nothing wrong with that push it They don't care about you. Well, actually, they don't care about us. Us, us, we the people. They don't care. Whoever they are going to make their money, that is what they're going to do. And they do it at our expenses, our expense. So, yeah, they don't care about obese individuals. They don't care about the trans community. They don't care. So, yeah. Now, because of the ESG, companies have to be as inclusive as possible. And there is nothing wrong with being inclusive or diverse either. I mean, it's good to be diverse and inclusive, right? But you also have to take a few steps because good discrimination is good. I mean, intended discrimination was put in place to protect some groups. You can't be inclusive in everything. You can't. It's impossible because now what happens to the protected group? They're no longer protected. There is a reason why segregation in sports, for instance, exists, like putting men and women aside. I mean, each one can have fair treatment, right? The field is level for everybody that is discrimination yeah women's sports discriminate against men so that women can have a chance to win same with adults versus children sports for instance anything that has adults aside and children aside that's discrimination that's good dis- discrimination imagine you go you go play sport you are grown as adults and you go play sport you're getting a team of kids against other kids. The sport itself, sport itself, is no longer fair for the other team that has only kids, because the the team with the, the the adult individuals have an advantage that the other team with only kids doesn't. So you can't tell me that oh we have to be inclusive and diverse in everything. No, you can't. You can't. Yes, I'm very passionate about this whole thing. I think it's awesome because I've been keeping quiet for the most part when all this mad- madness happens. And now, I'm, yeah, I'm very passionate about it. I mean, how can you not be? How can you not be when you are being erased? Because I feel like I'm being erased. Don't you? So in short, all this madness is all about the money. Like I said, they don't care about individuals. Bad Light doesn't care about the trans community. They may care to a certain extent, but this Mulvaney situation is not because they, they did care. They wanted quick access to money. And for that to happen, they had to show that they care about, about the trans community. Now, what is the solution? Because, yeah. Every problem has a solution, right? We just need to to find it. For stuff like this not to happen again, I mean, I don't think this kind of boycott is ever going to happen. I mean, it may happen, but probably not to this level, not to what we are seeing right now. And why I think that is because every corporation is taking notes. Like, who wants to, <laughs> to risk a big load of money over something that they don't necessarily care about? But, yeah, it may happen. But I don't think when it does again in the future, because we all screw up, right? And that's how we learn. We have to make mistakes to learn from those mistakes. So when that happens again in the future, it won't be at this level but it will still be an opportunity to learn. But from this current situation, the biggest solution for this problem, not to at least at least try not to happen again in the future, will be to stop virtue signaling. It's simple. Stop with the virtue signaling. You don't believe in something, don't push it. The second solution if you ask me, it will be to also fix the ESG. Um, yeah. Because right now, that system is broken. And by broken, I mean, right now, for corporations to have access to money that they need, they have to be signal. now. They have to push ideologies that they don't necessarily align with or believe in. And to me, That is extortion, that is blackmailing, and I don't think any system should act that way. So yeah, they need to fix that ESG system. I watched a video, well actually I watched a few videos about this situation because there's a lot of people who cover this mess. So you actually have a bunch of videos out there that discuss this matter in a more concise and better way than I did, because me right now, I'm just rambling and spending time with you or whoever is listening or watching. But yeah. So yeah, I was watching some videos and um, (laughs) there is one video post comments (laughs) caught my eyes. I mean, I like to go to the comment section when I watch videos because comment sections can be wild. But... (laughs) There are two or three comments that caught my attention and I felt like recording them and I'm going to read them to you right now. So the first one says, marketing by dummies, put a feminist in charge of a man's brand, insert your customer base and blame them when they mad at you. (laughs) All right, this is hilarious. Um, yeah, I find that hilarious, you know, I mean, the VP marketing lady's speech. Yeah, it's, um, there, there, there are all videos about her coming out and trying to, to speak in, I mean, amidst all this madness with, um, with bad light. So she came on stage or not on stage on screen and basically. Try to explain why she decided to partner with Mulvaney, like why it was a good, good choice. In the video as a whole, she, well, she was very proud to be the first woman in that position at the company, which is something to be proud about. You know, I'm not I mean nothing wrong with that. So yeah, she put, she put it out there and then she added that She wanted inclusivity. She wanted to brand or welcome new and younger drunk drinkers. When I watched that video, what she was saying to me, I understood it as she saying that Bud Light, yes, Bud Light was declining and she needed to save it. To save it, she had to be inclusive. But the problem with that is that that's not accurate because if you look at the numbers before that partnership Batla's number were actually in the rise so i don't know what she's talking about honestly i mean i may have pulled up the wrong numbers but yeah it was the opposite then in the same video she started blaming the customer for not understanding the direction that they were going to. (laughs) Oh my. Sorry, I'm also tired as I'm making this video or this take, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) But yeah. Mm. Like I said, you can look up those videos or I can drop some link afterwards in the description. But (laughs) if you ask me, if you ask me, I have to say this with a straight face because I'm about to say a big ass word that, yeah, I need my straight face to say it because this entire situation with, but like this entire mess and the VP and everybody, (laughs) hold on. This situation with Bad Light is an example of what's called a Ferschlimbessung. That is a German word. And honestly, I don't know the translation in English, I mean in English or in French or whatever. <laughs> if there is, yeah, if there is a word for it, I don't know. But what technically it means is trying to make a situation better and Ending up making it even worse, because that's what the VP said I mean that's what she did. She came up I mean, that life started with the partnership. People saw the partnership, and everyone went mad. Then the company came in and be like, "Oh, we wanted to be inclusive. We were declining. And so to save the company, we had to attract younger people. And then it will not even matter because, yeah, uh, of all the people that you could go with, why this one? And then when it doesn't go their way, you have the company, is like, how you trouble people, how dare you not understand what we were trying to do, how dare you be mad, and blah, 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 but, yeah, people are getting madder and madder, and then, what happened afterwards, they came up after, yeah, trying to appease to people, they came up with a new ad, and what happened with that ad, they got ratioed they got ratioed. i mean people were so mad that they had to disable the comment section under that video and afterward their youtube channel was even yeah they, i mean last last i look i don't know about right now but last i, I checked that channel wasn't even up you couldn't find the channel so i don't know if they took the channel down for or i mean until thing quiet down a little bit. I don't know. But on most of their social, they disappear the comments. Why would you do that? It's because everyone is just mad at you. And what did they do afterwards? They came out and say, oh, this was not even a partnership with Movene. We just sent them one can. It was just one can. It was just for them, not for the people. It wasn't sponsorship. What happened then? You have the trans community who started boycotting them as well. So like I said, this is a very slim beseroom. Anyways, another comment, I said earlier that there were three of them. Another one read, (laughs) proudly present herself as the first female VP of an iconic beer brand, and goes on in history as the first female to make a blueprint marketing strategy on how to run a brand and lose billions in a week. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's, that, 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 that's a bit brutal. And yeah, trust me, I can be brutal and I'm saying this is, this is brutal. It, it, it is, but it's hilarious too. It's, I mean, it's hilarious because it's true. And also when I, re- <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I'm bad for laughing, seriously, I'm bad, but hey, um, yeah, this also sets a very bad precedent, you know, because there are C companies, uh yes, we are in 2023, but you still have companies that refuse to put women at the head because They don't want things like this to happen. And now, with this happening, I think a lot of those companies, not that I agree with them not putting women in charge, and actually what I disagree with is putting people in charge because of what they have between the legs. You need to put people in charge because of what they have in the head, not what they have between the legs or what they look like, the color of their skin or no, the color of their skin don't do the job. Their gender or whatever they, they, they identify with, their belief, none of that does the job. So people should be put in charge because they, they, they deserve. I almost say that in French. Yeah. In French, it will be. Don't the rôle de dirigeant à ceux qui le méritent. Put people in charge based on merit. People should be put in charge because they deserve to be in charge, not because you will put them in charge, want to be diverse. Because, yeah, if you just put them there because you want to be diverse and they are bad, well, guess what? You are doing a big disservice to your company. So anyway, to come back to what I was saying, no, there's nothing wrong with with putting people or women in this case, there is nothing wrong with putting women in charge. But when you have, when you put a woman in charge and things like this, what is happening right now with bad life, when that happens, after you put a woman in charge, well, That sends the message to other companies who were already reluctant to put women in charge that, well, women are crap. That's the message that this is sending. So yeah, thanks VP lady, thank you. Anyway, (laughs) that comment continues the Heimashad effect is born and most likely every marketing class will have this as a topic for years to come. And that is true. That is true. This mess is going to go on for years to come. And this exam, I mean, yeah, it's going to be in, it's probably going to be in books too. Yeah. What not to do? or marketing 101. Or marketing, whatever. Probably, yeah. Such a genius businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thank you for, <laughs> thank you, VP lady. Thank you so much. The third comment said, and this comes to what I said earlier. Comes back to what I said earlier. The people in charge of ESG need to be prosecuted for extortion. And that is exactly what I said earlier. And, you know, I already made up my mind on this entire mess and and the ESG, because this is not the first company that goes with ESG. This is not the first, no, it's not even the first time that, that this happened. Look at, uh, I'm gonna name another one, Dove, for instance, Dove, yeah, Dove is another one of those companies that, yeah, they don't care about you but they have to keep the ESG number really high. So that's why they go out and support obese individuals. And I'm not, well, I probably said that wrong. We have to support obese individuals, but not in the way that it is done right now. We have to support them in the endeavor, in the efforts to become healthier, not the other way around or the, not the opposite. Like if obese individuals get out there and say, oh, it's okay to be obese. I mean, it's probably okay for you, but don't enroll, don't try to enroll kids because this is actually what my fight against this community has been about, about the children, because I don't care about adults. We all make our decisions and we live with them. The biggest issue is what we tell children and telling them that being obese is okay is killing them slowly, and it's not okay. And that's my problem with that community, and that's the same problem that I have with this community, this trans community right now. The message that they are passing on children, whatever you do, do it for yourself. Leave the children alone. Like I say, yeah, that um, that comment was very accurate. They need to prosecute ESG, if that's even possible, because yeah, that is extortion, that is blackmail to tell a corporation that, oh, for me to lend you money for your marketing service or whatever you need, you need to push XYZ ideologies. I definitely don't agree with that. And that's why I said earlier, we need to fix the ESG investing system. We need to fix that because as it is right now, it's not good. It's, It's not good. Yeah, burn that thing if you can't fix it. Anyways, this boycott of Bud Light, what is happening right now, this is rejection on a massive scale. This is something that I've never seen before. And yeah, there is some humor here and there. But when you think about it, or at least when I really think about it, it's not as funny. It's, it's not as funny. I open up this take with the right mantra, go, go, go broke, because that's what, I mean, that's an example of it. That's what the right has been saying. But does that mean that bed like is broke? No. Yeah, they are losing a bunch of money, but because of the ESG, I mean, the ESG, the ESG score got higher from this partnership, you know. It's even though they're bleeding money right now, they still got the money that they were after afterwards because, yeah, it's, yeah, you do this and you get that. That's what the ESG that's the kind of situation that it is. So, yeah, they're bleeding, I mean, for us or the regular Joe and Jane, they're bleeding a lot of money, but... If they're losing, I mean, last we heard, they had lost, what, $6 billion? Even if we say, let's say, let's say that they lost by now 15 million, uh, 15 billion dollars. That's a lot of money, but if, what is 15, 15 billion loss compared to a 100 billion gain? So that's what, I mean, those are not the exact numbers, but this is, this is a situation, yeah, they sacrifice, they made a big sacrifice, knowing very well that afterward, they will still be getting money in the back door, yeah, from this situation, like I said, it's not, a, it's, I don't see it as a fun, I mean, it's funny sometimes, and there are a lot of people who are very happy that this is happening, like, I mean, yeah, but like, they made their bed, right, now they have to sleep on it, I agree. But does that mean that I'm happy to see them lose this kind of money? I'm not. And I don't even drink beer. But it's not because just because I don't consume their product, I'm not going to feel sorry for them. And some people will say, oh, I don't feel sorry for them. They knew what they were doing. And that's what I mean. Yeah, but that's not me. Yeah, I laugh here and there. But I laugh at at anything, anything. I, I laugh at anything. Even my own my own shit when shit hits the fan. I mean at the moment it's not funny, but afterward I ended up I end up laughing. So I laugh at anything. So yeah. I feel bad for Bad Light, but it's hilarious too. And it is a lesson for corporates out there and everyone, I would say everyone in business. Because what they did um that's literally, we we'll say business one hundred one or marketing one hundred one. But they will learn. It it was a mistake, but they will learn from it. At least I hope that they will learn from it. And if they don't, it's going to happen again because that's what happened with mistake, right? Mistakes are. To me, I've always said like I've I've always said that life is like school. You go to school and, you know, you go to school, you you go class by class, class by class, and you don't move to the next class until you have demonstrated that you have learned what you had to learn in the previous class. And what happens when you can't demonstrate that you understood what you learned or that you even learn anything. Well, you're going to repeat that class. And when you repeat that class, it is with different people, different, yeah, different students. So that's how life is. Every situation that we go through comes with lessons. And if we don't learn the lessons that we have to learn during, uh, I mean, when those situations happen, guess what? They repeat. They repeat it. They repeat themselves. We find ourselves in the same situations over and over until we learn. And every time that we are in those situations again, they happen with different people until we learn what we have to learn from those situations. And then when you learn from the situation, guess what? That's it. You don't see it anymore. Yeah. And you move on to the next situation. So. But lie got itself in a giant mess. If they don't learn the lessons that they had to learn in this situation is going to i mean it's going to happen again. It's going to happen until they learn. But I want to believe that they will learn from this one and yeah, I want to believe it because I want good for everybody. I may not agree with. Everybody, but that doesn't mean I want bad for people I disagree with. No, I want good for everyone, regardless of what you believe, regardless of what you identify as. Those things don't care to me. I mean, they don't matter to me. They matter to you. I understand that. I I, I respect that. But I don't use that to judge you. I always say I I use two metrics to judge people. One, the level of open-mindedness. To how they treat others. Those are the only metrics that I use to judge people. I'm not going to look at, at you and say, oh, you agree with the right or you are from the right. You are conservative. Now, I'm not going to have you even sit next to me. I hate you because you are a conservative or I hate you because you are a leftist. No, I believe I'm more evolved than that. I'm not being boastful when I say that, but I believe I've reached a point in my life where those things don't matter. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Just because someone just because you disagree with someone doesn't make them a bad person. Bad light, like, I don't feel a certain type of way about them. Like I said, I don't drink their product. I don't I don't I don't drink their product. I don't I don't even know what it is like. Like when I was a kid I had a taste of beer i don't even remember what beer that was but there were you had um i mean you have adored having beers and you as a kid you want to try and then they make you try and say like, oh shoot what is this that that's the only time i tasted beer and i didn't like it then i never went back <laughs> yeah i'm also one of those people i taste something i'm usually careful about what i taste uh, or what I try, I, I should say. What I try, I'm careful about what I try or in what I don't. Usually because, uh, I, well, that's actually because I'm one of those people when I try something and I like it, I stick to it. So there's a bunch of things that I haven't tried. Not because they were scary or look disgusting or whatever, no. I haven't tried a lot of things just because I don't want to like it and I don't want to like them and 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 stick to them. That's the truth right there. So, like, um, I think I'm okay. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I said I was going to ramble a lot, so yeah, this is me. <laughs> but like I said this situation with bad light I hope they learn It's not a fun situation and as of right now where things are right now it doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon it will someday but whenever that someday is I hope it comes sooner rather than later for bad light and as it comes I hope they learn they listen and don't repeat those kind of mistake again. The other reason why I feel sad with this situation, it's actually more for the other businesses that were hurt by this entire situation. Because when you think about it, Bedlight or another Bush, they're not the only one who've been losing a lot of money here. Like in this situation, we have other businesses, smaller businesses, that have been losing a lot of money over this situation too. And these are the people, these are those that I actually feel more for. Not that I don't feel anything for Bush and Noise. I mean, Anoisa Bush and yeah, light, like all of them. Not that I don't feel bad, I do feel bad for them, but even more so for the smaller businesses that have been on the loser end here too. And those, especially because those small business, smaller businesses don't have the resources or access to resources that, um, another bush has, you know. So it's been harder for them. And they've just been collaterals in this entire mess. And this is probably going to shock some people. Yeah. That's my massage ball, by the way. Um, I had to take it because out of this, I mean, We have red, muscle everywhere, and then this blood stuff. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I I was saying the other person I feel sorry for in this situation is Mulvaney as well. Now, regarding how you feel about this person, I mean, that's on you, right? I'm, I'm not going to, um, I mean, I won't judge you because of your belief, like I said, your belief or whatever, however you feel about this person, but I do feel for them. I may not agree with how they went about their transition journey, because like I said, to me, I saw that transition. I mean, they could transition just fine. That was, mean. yeah, anyone does what they want, right? But the way they did it, you know, I saw it as, uh, not different from black face or yellow face, you know, because, um, I mean, I didn't even know there was a, such a term as women face, but the first time I heard about that and I read about it is yeah, that's pretty much what this is. Um, dressing up as a woman and then parodying what, like all the stereotypes that you hear about women, this individual did. And that's hurtful it is hurtful but this is a conversation for another another take so anyways despite all that as i do feel bad for them i feel bad because this reject this rejection was not just for bad light it was for them as well and yes, they may have the they have the a lot of support from the trans community and other people, but also they're also rejected by the same community. The community um mean well I have to re- to rephrase that. The trans community is divided right now. I said it earlier, it's a bit or very similar to the 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 body positive community. They're divided. They're divided because you have extremists that hijack their communities. So yeah, not every trans or gays or lesbians or whatever in that community, not all of them support Mulvaney. There are some who rejected, who rejected them a long time ago when they started. their transition the way they did but at the end of the day they're still a human being they're still a human being so i feel sorry for them because i can't i can't know exactly what this kind of rejection can do to them but i've experienced rejection most of my life so i can at least have an idea And it does. It doesn't feel good. It it doesn't feel good. And regardless of their choice or how they live their life, I mean that that's that's on them. I don't agree with a lot of what they do, but I also don't believe that they just they deserve the kind of backlash that they've been receiving from. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional because it's, yeah, I can't even finish my sentence because that's that's how pain I feel for them, you know, and it's funny because. <laughs> I never thought I would cry on, on screen. So those of you who have who have watched this, congratulations, you saw me crying. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just hope Dylan is okay, wherever they are. that's yeah that's just how i feel about everyone you know i mean every human being we all matter we all matter and just because we disagree with people doesn't mean that we should be happy when when they they those we disagree with are going through hardship you know I'm I'm not one of those people who believe that yeah if you don't think like me you deserve all hell breaking loose on you I don't believe that I I don't I see you wish well to everyone and I feel so sad about this world, you know, because this bad life situation has unleashed a lot of negativity, I mean, the negativity was already here in this world, right? It was already here, I mean, I've always said, we human people, we are bad people, we bad yes we do good sometimes but most of the time we just choose to be bad we just we choose to be evil most of the time and that's the reason why we have wars everywhere because everyone everyone wants to be the number one But here's the thing we're trying to be number one, or actually being number one. The hardest part is not being number one. The, the hardest part is staying number one. So people are just going at each other, I mean, yeah, constantly, constantly, and we never learn. We kill ourselves every day. We never learn. And I don't know at the rate we are going. Like what kind of world are we leaving for the next generation? I mean, the, the generation after me is already rotten to the core. <laughs> They're already rotten to the core. What about the one after them? Like when is it going to change for the better? When? When? I can only hope that it change for the better one day I know I won't be here when that happen yeah when that happens I, I won't be here I'll, I'll be gone decades earlier you know but somehow I still want to believe or at least I still want to hope that we As human beings, we can be good again. We can be good again. So, yeah. So yeah, that was that's what happened when I go and script. (laughs) I yeah. I hope. I mean, there there has been there there's a video. That came out of um, Mulvaney talking about how this entire situation has affected them and how they have lost sleep over that. That pains me, you know. That pains me, but... And that's not to say that um, I'm the best person out there. I'm not. Um, A lot of the time I even say I'm not a good person because, look... I laugh at anything, um, but it's not right, I hope, yeah, like I said earlier, I wish all good things to Bud Light, and I hope they learn their lesson in this mess, and that they can uh, get back on top again, you know, I mean, they used to be... I believe the US number one beer. Cause when I, yeah, I looked it up and I read at one point it was them and Corona. I don't know where Corona is right now, but Corona got a hit when the, the virus hit. I don't know where they stand right now, but, but like was until recently still The US number one beer. And they might see beer right now, but they are on the way, on their way to lose that spot. And I don't, I mean, a lot of people, at least from the videos that I watched, they say that the beer doesn't even taste good. (laughs) But I also said they attract young male, with stable income frat boys um it's a sports beer when i mean when you have games going sports game what people used to drink a lot at least from what people see in videos was bad light so yeah i hope they get back on top somehow or yeah don't know we can only see what happens and as for Mulvaney they may say this is not someone that i follow um like i mean i don't look up i don't look up for i don't look up their videos i don't i don't keep up with them i don't keep up with celebrity as a whole well in general i just keep to myself because You know, I feel this word. Um, that's, I'm an empath. And uh, you know, it's hard going through this word at times because you feel, literally feel the word. You don't need to be close to people to feel them. So everything that is going around the world right now, it's, it's overwhelming. So usually I just, Keep to myself, and when I get to make videos, most of the time it's because people send them to me to take a look and react to. So anyway, yeah, I I don't look up those things. I don't I, I don't look them up. They come to me. So to come back to what I was I was saying about Mulvaney, I don't know what they are up to. The last I saw from them was those few seconds from. A podcast that they did where they said they lost sleep over it and that's, that's the last I, I heard from them. But anyway, I, I hope them to get back to a place where they can feel better again because this backlash, having this many people turn against you, I can't imagine how that can be like. I can only hope for Things to be better again for everyone involved in this mess, you know, everyone involved. And more importantly, for us as individuals to be better.